I'm on page Kuf Samach, talking about Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim. We're learning about the different Madragas of Yerushalayim that are found in the Misil Sasharim. The different Madragas. And we learned about the first three Madragas. The first three. In a general way. He's going to go back, he's going to return to the to each of them. Especially you are saying that she's going to talk about it more Bifrat But he's giving just an overview of the Madragas Of the five Madragas Of Yerushalayim So In the middle of the page Of Kuf Samach in Ken Sikum, Just to summarize In Ken Sikum, Sholosh HaMadragas of Yerushalayim Zabi Yerahim We learned the first three Madragas In Yer Sholosh HaMadragas of Yerushalayim Zabi Yerahim Pachad which we're going to be talking much more about. What that means, it's not as simple as it seems. To be afraid of punishment, as we learned, it means in this world and the next world. And days, the second is pachad It's called yira that comes as a result of covet, and we learned that covet doesn't mean a silly thing. Kavod means that a person has self-respect and he wants to be respected. He wants to feel that he's worth he's he's worth something. Not only in this world, but he wants to be worthy of something in the next world. It's a chash of a it's a chash of a to, to have that feeling of self-value and self-worth. It's not stam kavod like they use you know kavod on a silly level. It's kavod atzmi that a person should feel that he has worth that he has value. So he doesn't want to do something. He's afraid to do something that's going to violate that worth and that values so that in this world he, on a very basic level, he's afraid of being looked down upon by Khashiva people and so on. And then in the next world he's afraid. In the next world that he shouldn't, that he shouldn't, that Khalil, he won't, that he won't be respected and honored in the eyes of Hashem in the, in the next world. So that's the second Madraga. And three, pachad hanefesh mehed the hadrekis pabayre. The fear, which is called yiras hashlemus, that the person, as a result of his averus, can never he he he's afraid that he'll never ever be able to be attached. Tashem is baruch. He'll never be actually connected to Hashem. He's afraid of losing that connection, which is a higher madrag yiras hashlemus. Now, let's go right there. Kol shleishes amadregis halolu mugdoris bedivrei hamesil sesharim ka'avoyda legarmei. The Ramchal tells us that as wonderful as these three, these three levels of yira, of fear are, they are still called avoyda legarmei, meaning that they're, they're motivated by one's concern with himself. Legarmei means He's worried about himself. He's worried about himself. Avoid lamana atzmai. It's not avoid lamana atzmai. Want to take a safe from that? Huh? It's one second. That's good. Avoid lamana atzmai. Kevin shahapachad ainu machmas hakadosh baruch The pachad is not really a pachad from hakadosh baruch hu kivyachol. It's not because a person is worried about the covet of Hashem. These first three levels. Or to give nachas ruach to the Creator. 
These first three, these three madregas of year, the person is worried about himself. He's worried about getting patched, that suffering in this world and getting punished in the next world. But it focuses on himself. Or he's afraid that he's going to be embarrassed and humiliated, either in this world or in the next world. It's also himself. Which is a very it's a concern for oneself, but still the focus is that I want to achieve Shlemus. I want to achieve I want to do the best I can, which is closeness to Hashem. And if I'm going to do a virus, then a virus will place me Me'evim on the other side of Hashem. And that's not good for me. I don't want that. It's also it's a it's a very high madrega of of self concern, but still it is the self. As far as we're concerned, we probably never ever dreamt of anything beyond these three. And halavai, halavai, we feel we should be zeichet to these. And we're going to talk about how to be zeichet. But of course, there is higher than this, which is Laman Hashem. Which means the common denominator. Is that the person sees himself in the center. The point is me. Me. What's, what would be best for me? How could I save my own skin? That's the, as 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 uh, advanced as that is, self called self, it's, it's still focused on the self. Now, above these three levels of Yira, there are two higher levels. Now, what's Yerasa Ramos? Ramos, of course, the word Ramos, everybody knows, means exaltedness, to be. Ramos, what's that? Yerasa Ramos, according to the explanation of the Ramchal. Perusha, the meaning of it is. Here, a person recognizes to the best of his ability and appreciates the godless and the roimimus of Hashem Hashem's greatness the godless and the roimimus of Hashem he appreciates he, he, he's in awe of Hashem's greatness and he's always worried and nervous that with such a great Rabban Shalom he's not acting in a way that befits such a great God he's not behaving in a way that's befitting such a great Rabban Shalom but here already the focus has shifted it's no longer what's going to happen to me. It's the the, the focus now is it it doesn't pass it doesn't become a kaddish baruch that I, that I should do such a thing. It's not it's some, it's not something which befits such a king that I should act in such a way. <coughs> He's afraid. He's He's worried that he's not acting in a way that that is that is proper. Now, this person at this level, as the Ramchal explains, of Yerusharimus, it's very, very, it is very, very chashiv. But he only feels that really during times of Avodas Hashem. When he's learning Torah, or he's making mitzvahs, right? He's making a cheshbon anafish. Then he starts to think about these things and feels these things. It's during those times. Our bezman mishoisik b'divay erishus, when he's oisik b'divay erishus, 
You get more mazel for everybody, you know. It's a long time ago already. It's how the mice. No, no, no. A girl, yeah, a girl, mama. Yeah. He says, <coughs> however, he says, Aval Bismanim, a kuf samach on the banim. Ma on the banim. Kuf samach. Aval Bismanim, shu aisa gudivri harishus. However, when this person is aisa gudivri harishus, when he's icing in those things in life that are not mitzvahs, they're very shus going out when he's sleeping, he's eating and so on. He's at work. He's calm. In other words, when he's in a cheshman and first he's doing a mitzvah, so he's always, th- or, or, or he's icing and learning a and he's always thinking, ah, this, this, learning, this learning that I'm doing now is not, is not something which is, be- is becoming in the eyes of Hashem, no, it's not, Hashem deserves better learning for me than this. Hashem deserves better davening. He's afraid, but I'm not yoytzeh with my davening. I'm not yoytzeh. I mean, in halacha, but I'm not yoytzeh. Hashem, He's so great. What kind of davening is this? What kind of learning is this? What kind of a mitzvah am I doing? I'm, I'm, I'm not doing the mitzvah with all of my heart. And when he makes a cheshmer nefesh, he thinks, oh, you know, that that what I said during lunch today, it's not something that's that should have been said. In Hashem's presence, such a thing. And he, this, but it's but, but he doesn't have these worries and concerns. Just when he's done, when he's eating or sleeping, going going to sleep, or maybe he's at work, he doesn't have. He's not living these cheshbonos. He's regu. He's calmer. This is all based upon the Ramchal's explanation. It's a higher madrega, and the higher madrega is yirsachet. Fear of sin. This is a Jew, Shabachal Ais, Shabachal Shah, every moment of his life. Every moment of his life. Odom Chai Vechash Shakadash Borchu needs of Every single moment of his life. He, he feels that, he, he feels that acute awareness of the Baran Shalom being with him. And every single action, thought, and word, the tambid, whether not just shasavayim, not just learning davening, mitzvahs, but everything, every moment of his life, the tambid whom afachet shema enim is naikiroy. There was a there was a Rabbi Kalina, Shusigan, Rabbi Shlomo Kalina, Ziyoshemayim was. But the tzaddikim was ashamed of Rabbi Shlomo Kalina, and and there was there was a ma'aser of Shlomo Kalina that there was that there was another there was a, a yid that did a big that did a big uh, mitzvah, and the other tzaddik gave him a brach that he should be zayichet to taste a little bit of the yerschet, a little bit of the yerschmaim of Shlomo of Shlomo Kalina, and and when the tzaddik finished saying that this Jew who who got the bracha, he started trembling and all of his teeth fell out of his mouth. All of his teeth fell out. Such a, a Yerushalayim. To taste a little bit from Shlomo Kalina's Yerushalayim is, is that it, it, such a trembling, such a pachet. A person who lives in such a way constantly, constantly. The Talmud Mufachet Shema Enemus Naikaroi. He's always worried. Not in a, in, a, in a healthy way, which is hard for us to understand. He's always worried whether or not he's what he's doing is this the right thing, is this the right word, is this the right thought. 
נמצאים כאן, שנקודה שהרדו בנירס הרומס לירס חייתי, that the נקודה that 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 makes this distinction between Yiras Haroimus and Yiras Chait, what's the Nakuda that separates them? Hishi Yiras Haroimus Sheyeches Rak Peshasai Isuk Avodis Hashem. Yiras Haroimus is when a person's Isuk and Avodis Hashem. Loib Bizmanim Achayim, and not really other times. Mishum Sherak Peshas Avoda, other Mishchayshu Alkadosh Baruch Hu. When he's when he's davening and learning, he's doing mitzvah, then he thinks about Hashem. And he thinks about how Hashem, how Hashem is so great, and that what I'm learning, what I'm davening, is not worthy of Hashem's greatness. This feeling that he has when he's learning and he's davening and doing mitzvahs, that Hashem's baruch is there, this this awakens within him this yiras haravimus, this feeling of God's presence. But other times, other times when he's uh, he, he, when he's eating or he's working or he's uh, relaxing or he's exercising, whatever it is, he doesn't feel that attachment to Hashem. He doesn't feel that Hashem is with him every second. Of course, he knows in his head, but he doesn't feel it. So the year is lacking, the year is missing at that time. Again, he might feel the year is ha'enish. He he's, he's a very good person, obviously. He's a chash of a person. He's not going to go do an aveir. But he's living in a, in, a, in a state that's called ragu, a more relaxed, nonchalant state, where it's not every thought, word, and action is being scrutinized whether or not it's bringing him closer to Hashem, or God forbid, taking him away from Hashem. That's the Madrega where a person feels constantly with Hashem. If he's afraid, he feels that fear. Even though right now he's not doing any of it as Hashem. That's him. This madrega that's called Yiras Chait, which is the highest level of Yira, it stands in between Yiras Haromus, Nakudas Benayim, and Yiras Haromus, the Dvekas, and that which is called Dvekas Bashem. He explains. The word Dvekas means that a person is. Constantly, every moment of his life, he is attached to Hashem. With dveikas kazu, he may lead the year as This dveikas, when a person is is dovuk to Hashem, that gives birth within him to this to this type of a year that's called year as chayt. Year as chayt shleim. Shabachal rega v'rega hu yare shema and anoyik yishulat nekach Every second of his life, not only when he's doing mitzvahs, every second he's he's worried. Perhaps he is not. Acting appropriately, appropriately in the presence of Hashem. Therefore, we understand that as long as a person does not feel Hashem's presence every moment of his life, which is what we've been talking about in the Sefer all along, as long as a person does not feel that presence of Hashem every moment, his year is chet cannot be bishlemus. 
Yiras Chait depends upon Dveikas. Dveikas means I don't make a step in my life without Hashem. Every single second I feel Hashem's presence. That can be moiled of fear since I live that way and Hashem is constantly here and I'm under constant surveillance and I'm constantly with Him. Mimela, I'm afraid of His opinion. Every moment of my life I worry about what He's what he's seeing, what he's, what he's thinking, kivyachal of me. So unless a person is in this place that's called Vegas, his yiras chait cannot be complete. So therefore he might, he might slip at a time when it's not learning and davening, no, but at a time when it's not learning and davening. And it's other things in life, at work, other times in life, if he doesn't feel Hashem's Baruch with him, he could actually end up slipping. I mean, he has to fall upon his yiras. I know other madrigas, you know, more basic madrigas of year, but, but he doesn't feel the yiras. Harayim was yiras achayt. Lasikum to summarize. Shloishes are madrigas of yishanus biyira. Hein shalde mafachet alatzmai. The first three madrigas of year is the person who's really afraid for himself. He's afraid for his own well-being. Yiras harayimish. He's afraid not to get punished. Yiras akovid. He's afraid to be humiliated, embarrassed. He's afraid that he's not going to have a connection to and so on. The two madrigas we just learned about, those already are years that have to do with Kavad Hashem. This person is afraid to disgrace Hashem, to disgrace the name of the Creator in this world by not davening and by not learning properly as is worthy for an Evid Hashem. Yeshiramus is, is at the time that you're learning your davening mitzvahs. The Yeshchait means dveikus, it means b'cholsha, every moment of life. At the Nachman Varsam Madrek is Madrekus Yibachava. So we can work our way up and talk on a level that certainly is for people like ourselves. It's the most basic level of Yira that we expect of our children as Hashem. And Hashem expects of His children on the most basic level to have Yira Sainish. The most basic level. It's not, even, it's not even nice to say the lowest level because it sounds like it's not good. It's good. So we can call it the most basic level of year. No, it's not low. The most basic level of year. Which is Yiras Ha'inish. The Pashtas Kal Lasig. Pashtas, if you look at it on the surface, it would seem that that's something that, that that's easy to achieve. Because it, nobody wants to get hurt. The most basic instinct in a person's life is to protect himself, to preserve his health and his life. So anybody that has a little bit of seichel stays away from something that's dangerous. Right? Only a, only a shaita doesn't. Only a shaita takes a, a stroll across the Long Island Expressway. Only a shaita, somebody doesn't know. It was, it was, it was not normal. Uh, um, you know, relaxes on the oven, on the oven, because a person understands that he's he's afraid to get to get hurt. He's afraid to get burned. And the most basic instinct of a person is to protect himself from pain, from suffering, and from difficulties. So one would say, year is to be afraid of punishment. That's very very partial. That's the most basic year that a person should should obviously any person who's concerned with his life. And with eternal life, should be worried about doing a virus. Because a virus jeopardizes, could potentially jeopardize his well-being, his health, his even being alive, his panasa, 
his children, everything could be affected. God forbid, it could be could be endangered. So we would say, and the Ramchal himself says, "Kamashkos Ramchal Vatzma." Ramchal himself says that that Yerushalayim is kal lessig. It's it's easy to achieve Yerushalayim. But if we if it was so easy, we would never do any avayus. Hain be deeper and the mashav be deeper meiser. We wouldn't do any avayus. That means there's something suicidal about a person, or there's something else that's wrong. Let's see. He says, "Ach ba'aymek paniusa rechayki him leknaisa bekalus." But the the emesis he says to really be kind of this this madrega of yiras einish. It's 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 hard. It's very hard. I have to work on it. He talks about it a lot. We have to work on it. Whatever I do, Adam work on me in the shom of a goof. The reason for the reason for it is as follows. Adam work on me in the shom of a goof. A person, of course, is composed of a neshama and a goof. Haguf shemei advarim shalaylam hazeh. The body, the body is tuned in to things of this world. It only hears things of this world. Eating and sleeping and drinking and fun and all that's what it listens to. The goof hears things of this world. And it sees things in this world. That's what the body the body hears and the body sees. And the hergeshim of the body it feels, it senses things of this world. On the other hand, the neshama, of course, is a chelik it's a portion of God from above. The neshama is not looking at the street, the neshama is not looking at the television, the neshama is not looking at supper. The neshama sees ruchnius. Magisha ruchnius, and it feels ruchnius. Mericha ruchnius, smells ruchnius. Now, if Gehenna was a place in this world, which is that's how by the way that's how Christianity uh, motivated and still does to a large extent motivated and motivates their practitioners their chevra to behave if you look at any of the paintings like from the middle ages or the time even past the middle ages if you look it's a pachet. The, they were obsessed with Gehenna. I mean, they were obsessed with hell. And for the and for the Amharids amongst them, which is Ruba the Ruba, the, the Gehenna was a very very real place. It was painted and portrayed in very 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 real, very real colors and very real images. And it occupied a major part. Of the of what they were being taught and what they saw, the galachim, the kaimim, the priests, the galachim spent most of their time trying to give the impression that Gehenna is a place in this world. That means you might not go there in this world. It's not some place you could travel to in the world, but it's something which is very worldly. It's very worldly. Pitchforks and devils and fires, and, but it's a it's not a thing. In other words, they define Gehenna with all the with all the the gedarim of Adam Hazeh, because they were appealing to the dumbest peasants imaginable, and 
And from the dumbest peasant to the highest galach, there wasn't such a big nafkin. And it's not such a big nafkin. But this is who they had to speak to. There were rare exceptions, but for the most part, they were speaking to an Eulam who couldn't have a sagas about anything besides Adam Hazeh. So if you if you want this if you want this peasant to stay away from his neighbor's wife, then you have to make a Gehenim that's next door also, you know what I mean? Gehenim also has to be next door. You have to make a Gehenim that's very, very real. A Gehenim that's very clear. With using all of the kaiches of painting and literature that they were able to use. They were talented people. If you read the literature from the time from, the, from that time, from that Khufu, later, the Puritans. I, me- I mentioned a number of times in Shul, there was a, there was a famous, I don't know if I can say names of Tumma, but there was a very, very famous, uh, there was a very famous minister that, that came, that was in America, and came from England. He, he, he was brilliant, he was a brilliant writer also, a famous Gallagher. Anyway, he was a big Tommy. He, he he has a there's a there's an essay. It's not an essay. It, it, he gave a drush. It was a sermon that he gave in church, and they it was transcribed. Maybe he did it. Or someone else wrote it down. Uh, if he gave the drush on a Sunday in church, and it's called the name of the drush was "Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God." And I I saw this. Uh, this is already 30 years ago. And when I think about it, it's still like a pachet. And I don't know how that he spoke to the people about these things. He, I remember there was a sentence there that, that he said over and over. He said, God abhors you. That's what he said. God loathes your existence. He holds you like a spider over the flame. And at any moment, he will drop you into it. So, you know, that's, that's, they heard like these drushes every Sunday. They were hearing drushes like this. And they came back for more. And and Afapichin they were up to Ochaz a mischief. But the Galachim knew that if they didn't make an Eilam Hazadikir, and, and, and the, uh, the Arabs do this too, if they didn't make, and I don't want to say, but Lahabdul, there are certain Amaratsin that they talk like that among Jews too in a very, very uh, silly way. But they understood that, that, that if you don't make an Eilam Hazadikir Gehenim with all of the Siurim, all the images of Eilam Hazad that are scary. So, you're not going to keep people away from sitting. You're not going to get them afraid. The Yurat HaOnesh, the Onesh is Olam or is it Yisurim also possible? Both, both, both. In this, to be afraid of, of Yisurim in this world, and punishment in the next world. But we have to see. And what is Machab specifically alluding to? He's talking about both. He's talking about both. Yisurim is much easier to comprehend. Well, let's see, let's see. He's going to talk about, he's going to talk about both of them. You'll see. So he says, If Gehenim, if Gehenim would be in this world, if the body could actually feel Gehenim, like if you go to a certain place and take a peek inside, just open the door a little bit and see Gehenim, and see like all kinds of crazy stuff going on, whoa, then when you come home, you behave better, right? If you see Gehenna, you get a peak. That's what they were trying to do. With their peak, it's in the Irish kite. They're trying to make like a peak of Gehenna. So then when the guy goes back home after church, so he comes and he says, oh, okay, so I, I better be careful. That looks bit, it looks very bad. It looks very, very bad.
him again, if the ability to, to experience Gehenim with the sense or to see Gehenim was with the body, then we would then the body would be afraid of the, of those punishments that it, that the body saw. Remember, the body can only function on that level of something which is tangible, something which is Adam Hasidic. So, if the body would if the body would experience that in this world, it would see Gehenim, so then the body would be afraid of those ancient. The same way that the person is afraid of sitting on the hot oven or, or of touching the fire, he's afraid. The problem's like this. Gehenim is something which is not physical. It's, it's in the spiritual realm. It's not in this world. It's not part of this world. Gehenim is not any place that a person can see with his eyes. It's not part of the of the body's experiences. It can't be felt with physical senses. Therefore, the only part of a person that can really imagine this is can think of it is what is the neshama. Only the neshama sees it. The neshama knows exactly what Gehenim is. It's much worse than pitchforks and fires. And the neshama can sense that. The neshama is the only part of us that can sense ruchnius. The body only feels gashmius. Yiras aynashi eifai. What is yiras aynash? True yiras aynash, fear of punishment, is koyach hamegia mechushah neshama. It's a koyach that really comes from chushah neshama. It's an amazing thing. You mentioned the assume of this world. Every one of us has met people that smoke. I don't mean stam, uh, every now and then. Heavy duty smokers. It's better now than it used to be, I guess. Because the people know a little bit more about it. But I know people, uh, many people, that they, that, that, that they smoke and they have unbelievable yisur from their smoking. Unbelievable yisur. I don't mean Adam I don't Habedek. Adam Hazer. They're coughing and crashing and they can barely, when they breathe, they're wheezing. You know, everybody knows people like this. It's like, terrible. It's terrible. It, then as the body is experiencing Yisur. And Afa Pichang, he can't, he can't stay away from it. But you have people that are alcoholics and they suffer terribly from that on many, many levels. They lose their families, gamblers. Yeah, they lose their families. Yeah, this. I love my wife. I love my wife. The wife leaves him. She says, "I only stay with you." You drop the game. So all your sermon of this world. I'm not talking about. You're not telling me. You're not telling the guy if you gamble, you know you're going to go to Gehenna. You're saying if you gamble, your wife's going to leave you. You understand that? If you gamble, if you gamble, you, you, your kids are going to leave you. Understand? Yeah. If you smoke, you, get, you understand that you that you're, you're going to feel pain. You, you, you realize that you're going to shorten your life. Even in Adam Hazel. A person doesn't doesn't feel that he might say he's afraid, it's like he's afraid of it, it bothers it worries him. But he goes ahead with it. He goes ahead with it. He continues. He doesn't know how to stop. It's not enough to stop him. So he says, really to be afraid of suffering in this world and suffering in the next world, really on the deepest level, it's an Ashamadika thing. It's an Ashamadika Khush. 
it's an, it's, it comes from an Adler place, it comes from the Nisham. It comes from the Nisham. That's why really a Yid has Gevaldige Kaifas to overcome any addiction. Much more so than a guy. He just doesn't know because he's not in touch with his Nisham. He's not connected to the Nisham. He's not connected. I, I told you just a few weeks ago about the, that the Baba Rebbe was a. He grew up as a, in all the just. He was a chain smoker. And when they told him, when they, and when the doctor told him that, when they first found out in the, in the whatever late fifties, early they told him that it's, when they found out that it's dangerous, or whatever it's bad, so he came out and he never smoked another cigarette. That was it. Never was in his spot. So, so the baby said he said it is it's dangerous. He said it is dangerous. Finished. That was the end of it. Because, but that that's not a regular thing. Most people are not like that. Even though you, even though you, even though you could show the guy like a painting of what happens to his lungs, they do that. They show you a painting like before and after or something, you know. They show some smoker's lungs. It's like oh, it looks like a horror movie, and then they show a guy regular guy's lungs. It looks like you know nice. And they show this to the guy. They show this to the guy that's smoking, and he feels it. He keeps on going because because the fear of punishment is not so simple. It come, it's, it's connected to the nisham. It's not stam a physical thing. It's not. It, it, certainly, a person is afraid of getting burned when he feels the immediate pain. But if you tell this guy, if you tell this guy, your wife is going to leave you, it's going to just help him. When she leaves him, he starts to scream and cry. Maybe, maybe. But yiras the fear of repercussions. There are repercussions. There are consequences. To what a person does that that destroy him on different levels. This is not so pressure to have to, to be attuned to that. Do you see the people doing people living recklessly kaseda? Kaseda. Was driving somebody. Somebody gave me a lift the other day. Was driving. I thought I thought I had like ten seconds left to live. And, and, and I said to him, Why you Why didn't you slow down? He's going to like that. Like, What's the matter? How do you drive like that? What kind of thing is that? You realize when you drive at such a speed and so close to other cars that you know how much you're increasing your, 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 your chance of getting killed or killing somebody? That person lives with it without, without thinking of the consequences of what he's doing. There's a U.S. Irish that's missing. Something's missing. So he says... On a deeper level, is something that, that requires the presence of the neshama. It requires a, a, a neshama's outlook. You can tell a person you're going to die. You're going to die if you smoke this much. You can, every study shows that when you die, when you smoke, you die. It's eight years early, whatever. It's more, I'm sure it's more than that. But you die eight years. Early. So, so the guy, the guy's response to that, it could be an intelligent person. The response to that could be, that's not everybody. You could say that's one madrig of of halama. That's not, you know. Or then you could have a person who says, it's worth it. It's worth it. So you look at such a person and say, it's worth it for you. Don't you have children or grandchildren? It's worth it for you to smoke, to leave the world, to spend eight years, ten years, twenty years less. With your children and grandchildren, it's worth it to you. Only someone that does not does not have a shaykhist in this neshama, that doesn't appreciate life. What a person that a person that commits suicide, lalain, 
says commit suicide. The neshama doesn't allow such a thing. If a person has a shachis as neshama, the neshama is concerned with, with nitzchis. How how big could your life be that it would, that you would take it away? So he says, I have the worst life in the world. If you have a neshama, you wouldn't take your life because from the perspective of the neshama, that's a big avayr. And you're and you're and by doing that, you're bringing upon yourself terrible things beyond this world. Why would you kill yourself? It's bad enough you have a lousy life here, or you want to have a bed afterwards. You're, you're, you're jumping off, you're jumping off a bridge. That's going to make it better for you. No, that's going to put an end to my misery. That's only from the goof. The goof says that's putting an end to my misery. Because what's this guy's misery? You know, he, his wife left and his kids left, and he doesn't have any panos. Whatever it is, he's sick. He's got this. He's got that chreis. I'll get this Say it, but you're but you're having a shama. It means it's still better to be alive. You could you could say Maidana, you could you could you could say Krishna. Only a person who has no shakas in the shama would take his life. That it would get to such a point that life is not worth living. Why is why why is life not worth living? Because you don't have a wife, you don't have any kids, you don't have money, you don't have okay, but you have but you but you have your nishama. You have a nishama, you have you have a Krishna, you have a film. What are you what are you what are you thinking of? What are you what are you doing? So you need to have to be afraid of the consequences. There has to be a there has to be a year of sahinus that comes not from the goof. It's come from the nishama. That's why you see this that by the goyim is very, very weak. And by Jews Lahavdu, by Jews who are detached from Ruchnius. It's very weak. Therefore, the, the level of self-destructive behavior is, is, is a path. I was just reading an article the other day about binge drinking. You know what that is? That they drink. Not, not normal amounts of drinking in high schools. In high schools in, in, in New York. A, I was reading the newspaper. That binge drinking in New York City, Manhattan high schools. Now, I'm not talking about in public schools, in the, in the fancy, fanciest... The, these are private schools that are paying more than, than we pay for houses. You know what I'm saying? Such such expensive schools. So these are the choshev. These are going to be like the the Harvard, Princeton. So they're talking to kids, ninth graders. They're, and they're saying that 90% of them, 90% of them, starting Thursday night, 90 Thursday night, start 90% of them are stone drunk. Say that stunned out of their minds, binge drinking. Many of them died, or they, their kids. These are kids. They have money. You know, they got these kids can afford everything. They walk around with these uh, uh, things for the breath. Uh, you know, that they can see that they get themselves right to the madrega before getting to the hospital. You know, before having to be hospitalized. They, they carry these little kids, ninth graders. They carry in their pockets these breath test things, these breathalyzers, whatever they're called. Carries the kid carries with them. The bin. They live on the edge. There was a there was a game. There's a game that they're going to play. What's it called? The Hicks do this case, where they you know they they yeah they on the road. They'll do all kinds of crazy things with the with the the car to race. You know. Years. They don't do it anymore. No, doing it since the 1950s. Yeah. These are these are games. These are games. And the and the. More frightening the consequ- the possible consequences, the more fun. So, the 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 way of drinking, the way of living on the edge, 
Yidin don't, you don't see that as much, God forbid, but they, everything by the Goyim catches on a little bit. But by Yidin, Yidin have the Neshama, Chedek, Lokomimah, they don't, they, they, they're afraid of these kind of things. They're more afraid. Right. But, um, like, you know, there are very few Jews that have, like, big gun collections, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it's not a Yiddish city. They go hunting because you don't want to get hurt, you know. <laughs> don't like to do stuff like that. They take certain precautions. Jews take certain precautions. So. They do all this stuff. But the God, by the by the belt, you see that this stuff, it's a pach. It's a pach. There's Jews collect stamps and, and, and going like, you know, parachuting and stuff again. There occasionally there's a yid that does that, but it's not a Jewish thing. Jews take precautions. There is a there's a there's a year that they feel. That comes that comes from a drag of it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying it in a little bit of late sunness, but the MS is because there's a push of the Neshama that says that, that life is important. That life is important. If you go to the worst neighborhoods, if you go to the worst neighborhoods, so then to to shoot somebody, to shoot up or to shoot out. <laughs> to kill yourself, to kill someone. My goodness, this doesn't mean like it's nothing. It's like uh, it, 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 my friend. I told you this once. My friend was working someplace, and there was a guy there, and uh, he gets a phone call, puts down the phone, and he starts. You know, he has to. He, he closes some of his things. He says, "I gotta go." Like he's annoyed. Like, like you know, like this. You think that he like, uh, you know, he's some chore to do. So, so my friend said, "What happens is, now my mom died." Just like that. So, yeah, my, my mom died. It's like you said, it wouldn't even be, if, if you or I said, like, my goldfish died, it would be more tzibrach, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so my mom died. Yeah. My friend said, that was so specific. Yeah, you wouldn't think to talk like that. It was gorgeous. And after that, you still hang around a little bit, and I yeah, had the cracking jokes and stuff. There's a, 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 a person without a neshama. Without a neshama. When a person has a neshama, you understand it. That there are more precautions. There are more precautions that are taken because life is more valuable. He only doesn't know why his life is more valuable, but it is more valuable. That's him, it's more valuable. But that's what the Tzadik here is saying. That's why your son is not so partial. The more, the more attuned you are to your neshama, the greater the fear of punishment. It's interesting because you would say everybody's not. Nah, everybody's afraid of punishment. Everybody's afraid of suffering. Not so partial. Yeah, nobody wants to. Nobody wants to sit on the oven. Nobody wants to be in the car crash or something. Nobody wants to, but, but and nobody wants to go to Gehenna. But if a person is not tuned in to the neshama, then it's only that which the body sees mamish in front of it, which is the hot oven. So I don't sit on it. But the kid will go binge drinking, not thinking about the consequences of, of how that's going to affect his life the next day. He doesn't think it, 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 just this moment. He just enjoy this moment. He doesn't think of the consequence. Not, the, not even the next day. He's going to be throwing up and sick, whatever. He doesn't think about it. Habaya, that's the this is the problem. Mishegiyakrylanishma. a person. Listen carefully. He says a big thing. He says a person who's in touch with his nishama. Mishegiyakrylanishma. Say bederach klal yachol krylishdamish biyer yaisegavaya. A person who's already holding by his neshama, the truth is he could be on a higher level of year than just year of He could be on a higher level of year. That those who are on a higher level of understanding, meaning that they're more connected to the neshama, more connected to Elam Haba, 
Their Yiras Hashem doesn't have to be on the most basic level of Yiras Ha'inish. It could be on a much higher level of Bikas HaKadosh Baruch of, of the higher Madragas of Yiras Ha'inish and Yiras Ha'inish. Him Einlehem, as Kirvis Hashem, Him Argishim Chisarin, it was to feel that if I do any Avera, not because I'm going to get punished, but because it, it's, taking away, it's taking me away from Hashem. I'm not going to be close to Hashem. Amna, he says, calls man shodem ninsem gufay. As long as a person lives only with his body, he's not in the place of his nishama. He just lives in that place of the guf. Vloi nishmasay. Hakoach hayochid imonitan lahasig azirasaynish hukoach hasichli. This is a very, very important thing we're talking about now, because we have to start with this. He says, if you're, the Ramchal says like this, if you're in a place of the Nishama, the truth is you can be on higher levels of, of Yir. It doesn't have to be focused on your signage. But if you're in a place of the Guf, that's us, regular people who are, I mean, occasionally we think about Nishama, so mostly we live with the Guf, not with the Nishama. So, so what's going to, what's going to cause us to, to be afraid of, of punishment? What's going to cause us to be afraid of the consequences of our actions? So there's one thing. That's why we see Jews are an Am Chacham Venov, and therefore on the most basic level, even non-religious people. The Seichel takes certain precautions. Therefore, Jews don't play with guns, you understand? And Jews don't play, let's say, Chicky, you know, on, uh, on, I know, on 95 or something. There's a certain Seichel. A certain Seichel. But the, because the only thing that, that, that the only thing since you're not attuned to your neshama, the only thing that will that will prevent you from doing something that's reckless, that's reckless and that's self-destructive, is your seich. What I said before, means an intelligent person, an intelligent person of al is mitzayir inside of his brain. What will I what will I feel like after I drink this bottle of vodka with the guys? Like what will I feel like? So Abal Seichel says, I'll feel horrible. I won't be able to take my final tomorrow. I'll be throwing up the whole night. I might end up you know, if it's a girl, I might end up being pregnant, you'll excuse me the next morning. Right? This is what happens to them because I don't want to have a baby when I'm when I'm uh, myself fourteen years old. Right? <laughs> And the seichel is mitzayir. The seichel paints paints images in the seichel of what the consequences are of this. This could be bad. What it looks like. It's a It's a kachatzir. So he tries inside of his mind to be mitzayir in his mind this is again a spiritual event that's taking place because you don't see this in front of you you have to be mitzayir your point of reference is like you know that how would it felt like when you drunk last time and what it would feel like next time but a person mitzayir in his mind or a person that smokes like that he's mitzayir when a person is able to, to be mitzayir in his brain He's able to be mitzayi mitzayil b'chush as a ruchnis. He's able to be mitzayi something which is spiritual in his brain. Kamei like something that's physical. Then he could reach a madrega that's called yir, that's called fear. Yir sainish. 
will be afraid this is already a spiritual, this is something spiritual. It's already something which is, he has to, he doesn't feel it spiritually, but he can at least imagine it in his mind by using the Kayacha Seichel. He's able to paint a certain picture in his brain that will cause him to take precautions. Not just from running across the highway, but doing something as reckless as speaking Lashonar, or Michal Shabbos, or, you know, flirting with a girl or something. He could be Mitzayah, he could be Mitzayah in his Seichel, suffering in this world, and suffering in the next world. We'll talk more about it. He could be Mitzayah with his Seichel, the consequences. But this is the Shoresh of the problem. The root of the problem is, usually, in our generation, the brains are very weak. That doesn't mean to say people are not able to score high on their tests or, 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 or they're not able to, uh, to do well you know, in physics or something. The minds are weak. This ability to be mitzayah something in one's mind, not to fantasize over bad things that everybody is very good at, and that's mostly what people are doing. When you're talking to somebody, you're really not talking to that person. He's because he's, he's like someplace else. He's in Hawaii, you know, doing something else. That everybody could do. Even the behemoths could do that. The lowest people do that. But to be mitzayir in one's mind, able to ruchnis to get things in one's mind, to paint images of ruchnis in a person's mind, it's very hard to be mitzayir. You could talk to you could you could say a million pshatlach in the Haggadah but you can't be mitzayir. You see, it's mitzrayim. The way you're supposed to be mitzayir is mitzrayim to actually experience it. But Kriyas Yamsuf, they say, like the Baal Shem Tov and Shvishal Pesach, that when the Baal Shem Tov would read the Shira, everybody in the Bais just picked up their coats because they didn't want to get wet. Because they felt that they were in the Yamsuf. So we could read a million books, the latest books on the Haggadah. The latest books on the Haggadah. And we're just saying things, but we're not actually feeling it. We're not Mitzayah, we don't, we're not, we don't feel like we're leaving Mitzrayim. To Mitzayah, in a person's mind. We're very weak in that way. Narishkite and fantasies that give a person's Mitzayah. Day and night, you can't get him out of his head. But siurim of kedusha and siurim that are true. Person, it's very hard. Our minds are very weak. So a person can go, let's say, he can raise his kids and ignore them for 25 years. Uh, let's say that 25 is a big number. He can ignore them for 20 years. He's ignoring the children for 20 years. Came out. He came out. Doesn't talk to them. He's at work. He's at work for. He's at work for many, many hours. He's at work for many hours, and he ignores, he ignores the children. And he still, and he still has it. This dimion in his mind. What's the dimion? The dimion in his mind is that somehow, like when the kids become twenty-one, they're all going to like respect him and love him. He has it. In other words, he worked eighteen hours a day. The only time he ever saw the kid was by was a little bit by kiddush, a little bit, because after he ate a little bit, then his head fell into the soup already, and the only thing his kid saw was like his yarmulke floating by the mantelach, you know, and the, and, the, and, the, and the kid saw him, and then the father after the shower, after the Friday night after the meal, the father just they have to carry him off, the malachim carry him to bed, right? 
But he still has such a dimmion in his head that somehow when I'll be tw- when the kid, when my kid will be twenty, he's going to have unbelievable derech to me, and he's going to be so bound to me with with the ropes of love and with tremendous derech And and he can't figure out like that as the kid's growing up, the kid's rejecting everything that he believes in, and and doesn't have derech him And the father says. The father screams to him, Machutsuf, 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 Dechers, 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 Azaz Panam, Azaz Panam, Azaz Panam. The few moments that he sees him, and the kid's Chutzpah, he's Chutzpah, Chutzpah, I'm Chutzpah. And the father demands Dechers. Demands Dechers. There was a Maisei that everybody knows from the Tzemach Tzedek, you heard the Maisei from Tzemach Tzedek. The Tzemach Tzedek, there was a Rav that was a guest by the Tzemach Tzedek from the Misnagdim. It was by the Tzemot Tzedek. And, and, and he had his own car. The Tzemot Tzedek gave him for the Seder. Gave him his own car with his own masses. And, and it came time as Fiyachatz. And you know that the bigger piece, you have to break it in here. From the bigger piece, he put Fafi Karmin, right? And the smaller piece, he, he, so the So this Rav that came, the Misnagi that came, broke the Fiyachatz. And he is looking up at the light. To see which piece is bigger. Like this. <laughs> like this. Now you know that Samuel Sack knew how to learn, right? Place him on the puzzle. But he's looking like this, this, this rub is going like this. So Samuel Sack said, if you have to measure how godl the godl is vis a vis the cotton, he's not a real godl. If you have to measure the godl, he's not a real godl. That which is a godl, it's very obvious that it's godl. If you have to measure the godl and compare the godl for the cotton, it means he's not a real godl. That's what the Tzema Tzadik said. He's not a real God. If you have to scream at your kid to have, to have their hairs for you, and if you're, if you're banging on the table and yelling, demanding their hairs, so that means already you lost. But look at the demyonis that a person has. The demyonis that a person has, the demyon that a person has, this is what he's explaining. This is what the Ramachal is saying. The demyon that a person has, is that he's going to be able to he's going to be able to behave a certain way, and he's not mitzayer in his mind. They should feel bechush that the way that I'm acting is is completely destroying my child. Their hair is for me. He's not mitzayer. He doesn't think ahead. What's my what's gonna what what is going what's it going to be like fifteen years from now, eighteen years from now? So there could be such a disconnect. That he acts one way and he expects his kid to act towards him the way the kid would be acting towards another Godel. When the kid sees that his father's not a Godel, his father's a cut shiktan. He says, My father's a cotton, not a Godel. He's a cotton. And the kid has not their hair to his father. Because my father's a cotton. He sees his father carrying, acting like a cotton, losing his temper like a cotton, going after tigers like a cotton, talking to his, talking to his mother like a cotton. Talking. I mean, he sees the father's a cotton, he's not a Godel. And still, this adult is not mitzayir in his brain the consequences of all of his cutness. He is not mitzayir. He thinks, and he doesn't understand. Like now, my kid. How come my kid doesn't respect? I understand? How come? And this guy's not a dumb guy. That's one of the things he might be screaming at his kid. You're talking back to me. I got a fifteen sixty on my law boards, or my SAT. I don't know. You're talking back to me. Who are you? You're nobody. You're nothing. And he doesn't get it, the father. That the kid looks at him like he's a cultural spectator. And the father screams, I'm a goggle. I'm a goggle. I'm so smart. 
And the kid would, if the kid would, would be there to say it, the kid would say, if you're so smart, then how come you don't stop for a minute and think inside your head of, of what you're doing to us in this house and the effects that this is going to have to 120 and beyond 120 on us and our relationship. But Akedekach is the dimyan. Akedekach, the dimyan, is, 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 is misleading a person so, Yiras Ha'aynish, this is what the Ramchal is saying, that he's explaining. Yiras Ha'aynish, to be afraid of the consequences of one's behavior, to be, to, to be conscious, and to be mitzayir one's moyach. What are the consequences of what I'm doing? You have to, be, you have, to have a strong moyach to think like that, to hold cup. You have to hold cup. But if you're, you could be the smartest guy in the world, but you're not holding cup. Because you don't have a koyach that you should be, you should feel this. That's what I was saying before. That Chavadim Liras is Atzvadim. So you can buy thousands of Rabban Hagada, but you don't feel like you're leaving Mitzrayim. You don't feel like it. You feel like you're saying a pshat in Yitzhak Mitzrayim. I'm saying a pshat in Yitzhak Mitzrayim. But Chazal said, Liras is Atzvadim. So we buy more. Yes, no, I didn't get the right Hagada. So then you want to watch, then, on, then they made a, a movie of the, of the Hagada. So then we're going to mamish feel like we left Mitzrayim. It doesn't work like that. It's an avoid of seichel, of seichel, to strengthen the seichel, of mitzayit, siyurim. So that's why we're going to continue this next week. On Kuf Samad Gimli saying that in our generation, the meichas the are very weak. And we don't, we're, not, we're not able to carry this chush to the mitzayit, something to feel it, the chush. If you look at this, Musa's from Ubefrat, uh, Befrat, if anybody ever learned from Rav Haskell Levenstein. Every mime from Rav Haskell Levenstein is talking about what? The Kerhatsiya that a person should have a chush, that he should be able to draw something in his mind to feel it as if it's Mabish in front of him. But if we don't have such a Kerh, we have to learn how to develop the Kerhis to be Messiah, to have, to have such chush and ruch, and this we'll talk more about it next week.